page 217, the bottom paragraph, And now, He said previously, page 217, he, write, he wrote previously how a person should, in a sense, depending on what their level is, depending on what their status is, depending on what they're capable of handling, should introduce some level of tsar. So tsar is, is sometimes translated as pain. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about discomfort. Discomfort. Today we have air conditioners. We have running water. We have concepts of most of our day-to-day life is very easily taken care of. Most of the, the, the more annoying aspects of life are taken care of. The idea of discomfort today is very, very, very different. Now, Baruch Hashem for us, we live in Yushalayim apartments. We understand inherently what it does mean to live in discomfort. <laughs> Why? You pay month every, you pay, you pay, you pay schiris every single month. That's called the discomfort. But we're talking about over here how in terms of tan l'gelom haza, in terms of, in terms of enjoyment within this world, that a person should get used to, again, yes, as we said previously, or as yesterday's year, that everybody according to their level, the idea is that everybody should be introducing some level of discomfort in their life, or at least to be willing to deal with some level of discomfort in life. Right? There's a certain element that a person has to get to this ability. To, we're not asking anybody to be a Buddhist monk, you know, to sit on a mountain top and, and, to, and to not eat for seven days. No, but understanding that there's a certain level of discomfort. So, for example, but he says for each avera, each of these averas has the tikkun, has the way that you can improve, you can do tshuva for that, based off of the avera. So, for example, he says habo al hagoya, someone who unfortunately was mezana, who had an illicit relationship with a non-Jew, yisana v'yokeh, he should do, he should have tainesim, he should fast, and he should get malchus, <laughs> right? He should, he should afflict himself. To whatever degree that that means. Yeah, yeah. V'lo yoycha baser. He shouldn't eat meat. V'lo yeshdayin. He shouldn't drink wine. V'chol apachas harbarim At least for forty days. Oh yes, Anna. Turning to page two eighteen now. Top of two, page two eighteen. Yes, Anna. Shloisha yomim laila v'yom shalish shanim. He should fast for three days. Yomim v'laila shalish shanim. Right, to do it for three days, or the three-day tightness, okay? I mean, I imagine if somebody was Mizana, was, was not Mizana, was, uh, was Mizana with a Goya, you should take that pretty seriously. To, the idea for sure in those days, not, it's also all the time, but to, can you imagine Jews that were so ghettoized, Baruch Hashem, and were so separate from the Goya, and what does it take for a person to get to that point where they're Mizana with a Goya? I mean, that's a really big deal. It means you really have to cross so many other boundaries in order to get to that point. And therefore, a person should Take, go to an extreme, yes, to do tshuva. If a person, even after he's in all of this, still goes back to the Avera, he's even go more machmir. 40 days, during the summer, go to the areas which are disgusting and dirty and sit in there. Sit in there, basically unclothed. Really subject yourself to an extreme. There you go. And during the winter months, you should go up until your nose in the cold, freezing water. If you still have not done that, you, this is still not working, you, you just can't break the habit, you have to go even more extreme. Oh, 
This is also Hamotzi Shivcha Zelavatala. Unfortunately, someone was Moitzi Zelavatala. Yisana Arbaim Yoyim. You should fast for forty days. I feel Einam Ner Tzufim, even if it's not forty days straight. Vyeshev Bamayim. You should sit in cold water for the amount of time that it takes for an egg to get, what do you call it? For they get a, not boiled, but um, a scrambled egg. And then for somebody to then swallow or eat that food. For 40 days, you should be doing this. Every single day, doesn't have to be Ratzov. But you have to be sitting in cold water, subject yourself to very intense, uh, intense uh, things. Only on Shabbos you eat something, anything warm or anything that which is, uh, you know, any meat. You should take, only, only take a few showers. Or two or three times. Throughout the 40 days. If someone was over on the Isurim of Archakas with his, with the Ishtar Nida, then Yisana Arbaim Yoyim should fast for 40 days. Habal al Ishtar Nida, some Chas Hashem went further than that, and is actually together with their wife during during Nidas. Yisana Arbaim Yoyim Ratzufim, you should then, of course, fast 40 days. V'yilka b'chol Yoyim, you should afflict yourself every single day. V'loyecha basar v'leishtayayin, you should not eat, you should not drink wine or eat meat. V'loyecha ma'echol cham levam b'shem asbiyam toivim, v'loyirchas kol oisrayamim. And forget even the two or three three showers in that 40 days. You shouldn't shower at all. V'yisvad b'chol Yoyim. You should literally. Now, when we say shower, by the way, doesn't mean you don't shower. It means that, like, you don't you walk around dirty because either you can't do mitzvahs if you're disgusting, you smell terrible. It's that you're not doing it for enjoyment. You're not doing a bath of enjoyment. Like what we talk about, like, like on Tisha B'av. Okay, this is pharmacy. pretty intense. Let's continue through. I want to continue. Yeah, Someone again is over any suram of of kirvas um, arayas. They're getting too close to to these types of things. It's You should fast Monday and Thursday. Oh, Why? For who says they're the Isra Nida? One's the Isra Kares, one's not. Let's assume, maybe. You should throw them away from the, from your house. Rava Behema, God forbid somebody was over with a Behema. Person should get fast and not shower for 40 days. So, the, 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 as we spoke about a few times already, the, the Kabbalah Mirabai Seinu is that none of this applies to Manazah. Zero zilch nada. From the stipler, from Moshe Feinstein, from Gedoli Yisrael, Gedoli Olam, none of this applies. We do not go to this extreme anymore. We do not do these intense afflictions. Maybe there's like a, some aspect of like a person should, should maybe provide some level of enjoyment, some slight discomfort. But, but yeah, maybe shower, but shower cold. But even then, I wouldn't shower lukewarm. <laughs> shower lukewarm. This is not the way to do it. This is not, but this is not the way to do it, Bismarck said. This is not the way to do it. The way we do it is through happiness, through joy, and through understanding that Hashem wants your tshuva. It, 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 this worked when in a period of time happiness where people... Happiness and joy, if you do one of these, a 100%. Understand Hashem happiness wants you to do your tshuva. Happiness and joy, that Hashem wants to do your tshuva. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. The, the idea is Hashem wants your tshuva, that Hashem loves you, that Hashem cares about you. If not, the reason why you're like that, the reason why you're like that, the reason, you have to understand, the reason why this worked, I can say what I want, but let me just talk about what I want. You can say what I'm saying, I'll say what I'm saying. Which is that, which is that, you have an idea where 
keep in mind, we're talking about a period of time where people had a basic understanding that the Ebeshter loves them, that Kaj Baruch loves them. And there's a concept called Taiva, and people have made mistakes or they went on a bad, the bad direction, but they always deep down ultimately knew, number one, two things, that they're Jews and that they're connected to Am Yisrael. Unfortunately, we don't have that today. We don't have that deep, deep down today, that feeling that a person really feels that Hashem wants their tshuva, that Hashem loves them, cares about them. And therefore, you need to first build that foundation. Anything that's not built on that foundation is not gonna go anywhere. Otherwise, it's just you beating yourself up. You could do that as a guy. You could do that as a Buddhist, to beat yourself up. Buddhists do it all the time. Beat yourself up. That's not Yiddishkeit. The Judaism has to be that I'm doing it for the purpose and understanding that I'm connecting, and that I'm taking away from my guf and connecting it to my neshama and getting closer to Agadosh Baruch But if a person is lacking that, like, whoa, you just have to hate yourself. You can hate yourself anyway. You can hate yourself regardless. It's Nishka Mitzvah. You can hate yourself regardless. It's not going to get you to hate to regret this. And that's what I'm trying to tell you. Practically, it doesn't work. Practically, it doesn't work. We don't do, we don't do that. Is there such a Musig? Yes. Can we handle it? Absolutely not. And a person should not be thinking of these terms anymore. I, there's no, no Shavu Zemishal. So there is, but it's not right now. It's not for that right now. And that, that, is that what I said? 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 I'm trying to understand what you're saying. She's doing it from from joy when he gets to the point of wow, I, I get to, I have the opportunity, the matana toiva that Hashem gave to me, which is tshuva. Wow, Hashem, you love me. Of course, of course, of course. That's not the nakuda. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I understand it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Uh huh. Yes. You don't do tshuva samishkal in any way whatsoever. It's not merabaseinu kabbalah merabaseinu zechernam levracha that we do tshuva samishkal at all. Bezman hazeh. No sifugim. No. What? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%. Yes, that's what I said. No such, I didn't say there's no such thing as Chubas HaMishkal. That was your Nosa. It's Chubas HaMishkal today. But, right, right, right. But he said at the same time, you have to know where you're holding. We're holding in a generation. This is what our Rabbanim told us. We are not holding on this level of to this degree. Of 40, fasting for 40 days, of jumping into cold mikvahs, and, yeah, and for example, I thought, meant, I thought you meant completely no regret of your, of your, of your no, so I no. The regret is the regret is not the sole motivator. Let me explain more what I mean. The regret is not going to be the sole motivator that will get you to do tshuva. What gets us to do tshuva is the feeling of acceptance and love that Hashem loves you and wants your tshuva. Memela, once I'm in the door. Then I know that Akash Baruch Hu obviously wants me to act correctly. And if I love Hashem so much, how could I have done that? They're both important. But that's a very different equivalent. Like, you piece of garbage. How could you have done that? You oh, piece of trash. The truth is, someone who talks like that, talks like that themselves anyway, even if they're a goy. Because it's called negative self, self-confidence. That's already... Don't, don't schlep your own mental issues into, into Yiddishkeit. That's not Yiddishkeit. That extreme. You, you hear what I'm saying? A person could feel bad and then move on. I, this is what we're talking about somebody who's fasting for 40 days, who's, who's going into cold, cold rain, cold, ice cold rivers up to their nose. We're talking about somebody, we're talking about, for example, other Svarim talk about how they used to wear a t- certain type of clothing that had like a little bit of like, like um, needles in it and it would poke your skin all day until you'd bleed. There are mamish store people that, that would do this. They get Malkus and Sifugim all day. That's what I'm talking about. And that's not what we're, that's what we are talking about. And the, the, what about, what about not eating meat? What about 
No, no, a person should. That's not the mahalik. It's not the. It's not the mahalik. <laughs> That's Gavaldi. Okay. Do Vidui. Vidui. What's the problem saying Vidui every single day? I say Vidui every single day. Punk today I didn't. All right, today I didn't do Vidui. But every day we do Vidui. No, no. What do you mean? There's no Tachnun. There's no Tachnun. There's no Tachnun. No, and, and number two, and, and anyway, the truth is even, and even on Rosh Chodesh, and even on Rosh Chodesh, yes, you do. Slach Lanu. You do Vidui. Slach Lanu Kichatanu. That's called Vidui. Excuse me, you damage one answer? You damage one answer every day? Okay, I'm sorry. The point is, is that, is that we're, there's always almost like a vidoy of, of course, but peh. It's where you're then causing yourself pain. That's what we don't do. Now, I said before, it's very important, very big distinction between pain and slight discomfort. Slight, discom- slight discomfort, maybe yes. If someone says, you know what, I'm going to not eat until 12 o'clock in the morning. Like I said, we spoke about already different differences, that people now do intermittent fasting. It's like a huge fad today. So that, like, you could, of course you could do that. It's not going to be mazikyu. If anything, other but people see such an intense uh, meaning to it. But again, it's, this, it's stemming from this very unhealthy place that a person is causing himself pain. That's uncomfortable because that's, that's not, we're not holding by that today. That, I think, is a manifestation a person would do that anyway, even if they are good. Because like I said, don't schlep your own mental illness into Judaism. Judaism is not mental. Judaism is not, is not emotionally un- unbalanced. You're imbalanced. So, Mill, you're attracted to these ideas like, whoa, wow, I have an opportunity to beat myself up. Because you internally hate yourself. You internally hate yourself. Of course you want to beat yourself up because you, you think you're a piece of shemata anyway. But if a person who really understands that Hashem loves you so much and cares about you and wants to hear your tshuva, so why would a person ever do these types of things? Of course it's bad. Of course chas to being mistakel barais is terrible and being a boil and nida is terrible and all these things. Of course. And you should absolutely change your life. But it's not going to be coming long term from any t- form of self-abuse in any way, shape, or form. And this is what Gedola Yisrael already said. Moshe Feinstein, like I said previously, the Stiper Goyen, already in, in the Hagdama of the Masih al-Sisharm, says that's not Hasidus to roll around in the snow. It's not, it, this is not... Sip- so why does it Why does what Sefer say this? Because there was a period of time where, where people were able to do this and to be maintained, and being normal with how they were doing it. We're not, it's not normal today. Why? Seven, some say it, we don't really know specifically what year some have ranged between 700 years ago to even a thousand years ago that the Rukhaz was written okay so Ru- I hear people that fill up a, a bathtub with ice and roll it it's not it is not it is not it's not No, I disagree. I don't think you should ask them because it's a red, it's a gufa of uh, it's gufa reyesa. It's a red flag that they're doing it themselves. So you don't ask them because they're lacking seichel. I don't think they should be doing it. If it's if you would tell me there, but David Abuchatzerer, one of the biggest mukabalim in the entire, you know, in the entire world, is doing it, he can do it. If you're telling me that some avrech who's in like I don't know, you know, the bucharin shuk is telling me he's like some, excuse me, no, you're nobody. You're nobody. Don't do this. Hashem give you a guf. You know, you know why someone can't kill themselves. Says the Rav, it says, come to come to because we, Hashem gave us a, a goof and it's not yours to take. So who's, who you can decide all of a sudden? It's a picada. Oh, but it's a picada. It's, right, it's, a, it's, a, it's a gift on loan. What? So what I'm trying to say is, is that it was not stemming from a, from a, I would say, an emotionally unwell place. 
That's what I'm trying to say. Today, I, 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 you can 100% believe that if a person's doing these types of things, he has another la- uh, imbalance going on in his life that is just incredibly off. Because we're not, we're not, the we don't, the is an effort of a person today is not where it is. Believe me. And some people want to feel like, no, I mean, nothing can change. No one's changing. No, people change. And humanity changes. And we see Ridus Hadarius. We're not holding by this. This is not where Chuva comes from. Chuva comes from, and I'm going to say it again, from happiness and love. That's where it comes from. And, ex- and knowing that David wants your Chuva and wants to hear from you and wants to get, get connected to you. That's normal. Chuva, my year is also important. I think if a person's drawn specifically towards the, the more darker aspects, it's a reflection of what's going on in their brain before they came to Yiddishkeit, before they know anything about Yiddishkeit. It's, it's a little bit off. Because like I said, this is not the dark... Believe me, I'm talking about, I'm talking about non-Hasidic rabbis are saying this. We're not, this is not a... This is not... I've said this before in a different shmooze, that I don't touch... My definition of Yira is not fear. Fear is like someone's coming up with a belt and a leather belt, you know, ready to hit you. Fear comes is respect, really. Meaning, technically, when someone has your Hashem, it means they have respect for Hashem, which is they're aware of Hashem's presence. That like, wow, I'm aware that Hashem exists. I would never do that to someone who I respect. What about fear of a king? I'm saying it says. Yes, I respect. Yes, I respect them so much. I'm literally. Yeah. And he said, Be Yeah. Because what, what happened to Why? your children yeah. might happen to you. So Correct. You should watch yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So we see that Hashem does want that aspect as well of fear. I don't think there's anything what you said is the opposite of what I'm saying. I, I heard that before. Let me explain. Let me explain. Fear, the fear that we're talking about is manifested from a, a sense of respect and awe of that person. In the sense that I'm aware that this person is a chashavim. That's the way to talk to Aaron Cohen? That's the way to talk to Aaron Cohen? What are you talking about? What? I'm, 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 Hashem's saying, therefore have... And Hashem's saying, therefore have fear of my presence not to come in, either drunk or to bring in a false, so a a false fire. He, he, he I'm not saying, in, again, it's in very... I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I'm not sure you're hearing what I'm saying. Which is that, what, the idea is, is that it's not stemming from a fear of... I'm going to murder you. Murder you is, is that's not the issue here. It's stemming from the fact that I, since I respect you, I would never do that to you. Hear the difference? Yes, it carries along with it. Okay. The, the, the fact that it carries along with it a repercussion, the fact that, let's say, for example, if I disrespect someone, they then may say something not nice to me and then I will feel hurt. That is, but that is a repercussion of the fact that I should be having respect for them. The same way, I have respect for my wife, which means I wouldn't talk about certain topics that I know bother her. If I do, what's going to happen? I'm going to get it from her. I'm going to hear it. I'm going to say, that's not nice. So, but you don't define my relationship to my wife as fear. It's stemming from respect. And from the fact that you don't have respect, you then have a repercussion of a lack of, of the fact that you were not treating her with respect. Does that make sense what I'm saying? That's how we define Yer Shemaim. Yer Shemaim stems from a respect of Hashem. Of first, that we should be aware that Hashem exists in our lives. That Hashem... Exactly, exactly. It's a manifestation from the fact that I didn't do the proper level of respect. The lower level is fear of punishment. Correct, okay, but correct. It's a level. It's level. No, 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 it is a level. Everybody, let's get that straight. I'm saying okay. everybody yes. was on that level, Mashiach would be here. Okay. Everybody was on that baby level. Really? I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Maybe we'll talk about it. Where did you hear? 
Parshas Chukas. Even that small level, right? What is Shem to you? Which is the source? Where did you hear that? I mean, if that was, if everybody would hear, listen, listen, if everybody would hear Skila and would keep Shabbos, two Shabbos, Moshiach would be here. Yeah, so fear of punishment. So that's it. Why is that? But why is that a fear? Why is it a fear? Why is that something from fear? I don't see fear. I disagree. I disagree. I disagree. Listen. If the Mekoshish Eitzim would have loved Shabbos so much, you never would have done it. It's the same thing. It's a the difference level. is... Oh, oh, what you're saying, saying love is the higher level. No, no, no. That's the level you want to be I'm at. Saying, I'm but saying... I'm saying that's still a level. It's still I want to make it very clear. There's a lot of nuance which is getting lost over here. There's a lot of nuance which is getting lost over here. I'm trying to explain something very important. I'm not saying fear doesn't exist. I'm saying is that fear absolutely exists, and I want 100% it exists, but it doesn't work for our door. That's it. Good. This is my Rebbe Seinu. This is my Rebbe Seinu. This is Rebbe Seinu. This is Moshe Feinstein. Who are you just saying Moshe? Understand, this is the stipler going, the stipler. Didn't have what? Love, yes. Yeah, but some people, because they don't love themselves, they can't understand that love is actually the highest form of connectivity. One hundred percent, and it's going to work better. I didn't say that. I didn't say you said that. I didn't say you said that. I was talking to you. I'm saying that. I think there's a certain aspect that, like, we gravitate towards certain aspects, and a person has to wonder why am I gravitating to one particular? One hundred percent, there's a level. Agreed. And I'm not arguing. Agreed. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's not a level. Okay. Yes. And he said, be careful the way you do the other So what happened to your songs won't happen to you. Correct. And that's embedding fear of punishment into our No, I disagree. It's it's an it's an incorrect proof. It was probably one of the top of view of all generations. Of I mean, it was, it was Miriam, Moshe, and Aaron. It was like... Miriam, Moshe? That's what Rashi says. That Miriam was before, before and had a higher oh, level right, of right. Nevoah than Moshe. Okay, fine. Okay, so, so, yeah. you're about, so you're talking about... You know, he wasn't holding that the fear of He didn't need to have the fear embedded in him. It just shows that even... Is there a constant... Yeah, okay. Even, even, Daniel, even, I want to make it very clear. Even, even great, 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 Hashem said he spoke in a harsh way to him. Yeah. No. Okay, I want to be very clear. There's no one arguing here. Die to me. I'm not arguing that fear doesn't exist. I'm not saying fear doesn't exist. You know what? Absolutely. He said, uh, 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 Yosher, right? Yosher, yeah. He said, a huge, huge compliment that when we give the Gedon the big tzaddikim, is that you're a year eight chet. Oh. Year eight punishment, that's a huge compliment. Correct. Wow. Yeah. So I'm defining what year eight chet means. What we think year means is wrong. But I'm no, saying Yira is, Yira, no, Yira's chet is not fear of punishment. That was Yira's oinesh you're referring to. Yira's chet is fear of sin. It's the pro, before you do it, is Yira. Yira, again, what I'm, what I'm trying to explain is, Yira aligns much more, it doesn't translate naturally to English, but Yira's chet means more respect of Hashem, that I'm aware of His presence in the same way that if I have someone that I respect around me, I'm not going to do something in front of them because I'm aware of their existence. And the place can talk about this Indian. For example, someone who's considered to be a Mechal Shabbos B'Fraesia, the place can say, but if that person 
although they're Mechal Shabbos it publicly, if there was somebody that they respect was in front of them, they wouldn't do it. Let's say if a big rub was in front of them and they wouldn't do it, they're not halachically considered to be a Mechal Shabbos Befarhesia, which has massive halachic nafkaminas, which means that they're, for example, their, their wine isn't, is still kosher, their food is still kosher, they're not considered Mechal Shabbos Befarhesia because you have the idea that someone's in front of my presence, I would never do that in front of them. So the highest level is Hashem. That a person who's a yiras chait before they do the avera is aware of God's presence, and he said, "Well, this." And I want to give the same mashal. The same way I'm aware of my wife and her particular desires that I don't talk about that topic. She doesn't like it when I bring up that topic. So why did I bring it up in front of her? That's yiras chait. I, I know Hashem doesn't like me when I'm when I doesn't, doesn't like when I'm mechal shabbos. I'm not going to mechal shabbos because I'm aware of His presence. That's it. Yeah, 100%. We spoke about Bishaita. We spoke about Bishaita. 